Thanks for tuning in to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and the president of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Ask BBB features business owners and managers who share their experience and insights so that consumers are better informed about products and services they are contracting or purchasing. Summertime and the living is easy. But as we relax and plan vacation time, the scammers are going to work. So on today's Ask BBB, we'll look at summer scams so you can spot them and put them on ice. Summertime, a great time to lie back and watch the clouds float by. Summertime, a great time to lie back and watch the clouds float by. When is the cloud part of your business's IT solution? Later, we'll talk about the cloud and other computer information considerations when we talk to Eric Carlson of Superior IT Solutions, Inc. And we've reached the dog days of summer. We all want to keep our cool. To help us with that, we welcome Chris Hamilton, co-owner of Air Design Services, to Ask BBB. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. By this time of year, we know whether or not our air conditioning system is working. Are there checks we should be doing or have done for us to assure that we will continue to have a comfortable summer? There are always things you can do to make sure that you keep it running good all summer long. We still have probably two or three months of warm weather ahead of us. So if you haven't had a chance to have your spring tune-up or your planned service done, it's not too late to get it done. That'll get you through the rest of the summer. What would some of the things uh, that the inspection would be looking for then, Chris? You would be checking for cleanliness, refrigerant leaks, proper air flows. You want to make sure that you're removing the right, the right amount of heat and uh, keeping your home nice and comfortable. Chris, this has been a strange summer, and it's been off to a very slow start. In May, we were switching for, from heat to air conditioning. Are there systems that do that switch automatically? Yeah, there are. It's not actually a system. It's, that's controlled by your thermostat. Uh, the new thermostats in today's age, they bounce back and forth. They'll control humidity. They'll control your indoor ventilation. They'll switch from heating to cooling. There are many options out there. You just have to make sure you get a good one. Is that something you can retrofit into your system? Yeah, absolutely you can. The, they'll go with – most systems are totally compatible with this type of thing. Operation of air conditioning systems can be fairly costly in terms of energy demands. Uh, are there ways that we can mitigate those costs, Chris? Yeah, absolutely can. Uh, again, back to having your uh, system maintained is always going to be your best bet. That's not money wasted because – uh, if your air conditioner or furnace has not been tuned up properly, you could be wasting a lot of money on an inefficient system. Certainly in my house, not all the areas of our home are the same temperature. The upper levels seem warmer than the lower levels. Is there anything we can do to even that out? You can. Uh, we recommend with all of our new furnaces, which are all pretty much DC-powered blower motors now, we recommend you leave the blower on 24 hours a day, seven days a week, That'll really help mix the air up amongst the levels. If you're building something new, zoning is a great option. We can literally have different temperatures on different floors or different mm. rooms, but that is hard to retrofit. It be, that isn't something that uh, these 35-year-old homes can do. What about blocking off, uh, say, the lower levels, Chris? That is not recommended. Your furnace and air conditioner – all of the functions are all based on the amount of airflow that are, is required, and we better make sure that we are providing. So if you block off, uh, let's say, a supply diffuser in an unwanted room, that's just reducing that much more airflow that can go through your system, and it's not healthy. 
Are there signs that there might be trouble ahead? At what point does the age of our system point to possible trouble and the need for replacement? So I try to stay away from the age number because the age is just depending on how well it's been maintained. If you've taken care of it, you can get 20, 30, 40 years out of it.、Mm-hmm. If it hasn't been maintained, you can count on, a col- on about a solid five years. But、uh, when you get to the point that your warranties run out and you have to replace expensive parts, say at around the 15-year age or a little bit older, you should consider replacing your system at that point, but at least get a quote so that you can、uh, weigh the pros and cons. Do you spend $700 on a motor or $7,000 on a system? You can be the judge of that. When it comes to maintenance, one of the things we can do is change the filter. How important is that? Of utmost importance. Again, we're back to the airflow. In the heating mode, if you don't have enough heat, you're going to overheat your furnace, which is going to cause premature failure. It's not going to run proper. It's going to short cycle, and you're not going to be comfortable. The opposite happens in air conditioning when you could freeze your coil. And as you freeze your coil, you have reduced airflow, and you're not going to get the air conditioning and the dehumidification you're looking for. Air filter is the most important thing you can do. Chris, if replacement is necessary, what are some of the choices a homeowner will need to consider besides capacity of the unit? And are there different types of cooling units? There are definitely different types and different efficiencies. There's different technologies. There's ductless technology for kind of、uh, point of use, where if you have one room you can't get ductwork to and you need to heat or cool that room, the, duct- the ductless systems are a great option. But there's also very many different types. You can have a single stage air conditioner or furnace. You could have a two stage air conditioner or furnace, meaning it would operate on a low stage and a high stage when needed. Or you can have a fully variable heating and air conditioning system in your home. So it's always putting out the right amount of conditioning in your home, whether it's in the summer or whether it's in the winter. If we break down at this time of year, how long should we expect it to be before we get service? Well, if you don't call at 4 30 on a Friday afternoon, you'll probably get same day service. From us, anyway. We really pride ourselves on that, and most companies are going to try to get out there same day. Should we have an ongoing relationship with an HVAC contractor? And if so, what are some of the things we should know about that business before、uh, we do and feel confident that we are spending our money wisely and will receive good service? You should absolutely have an ongoing relationship with an HVAC contractor. In today's digital world, it is so easy to know everything that you want to know. The first place you should start, obviously, is the Better Business Bureau. Second place, Google reviews are everywhere, Facebook is everywhere, Instagram pictures, you, references from friends and family and co workers is never a bad idea. You just have to make sure you're dealing with somebody reputable. It doesn't have to be a 40 year old company. It could be a 10 year old company, but you just have to make sure reputation is everything. And if you do, as we know, if you do something wrong, it spreads like wildfire. Nobody ever talks about the good things we do, but they sure spread the bad news quickly. Well, we hope that、uh, they will read some positive reviews on the BBB directory. Absolutely. And Chris, we want to thank you very much for taking time to be with us on this hot summer day, and we hope、uh, everybody keeps their cool. Thank you, Jim. Our guest has been Chris Hamilton, who is co owner of Air Design Services, a BBB accredited company with an A rating. Look for them under air conditioning or heating and cooling or HVAC services in the BBB directory. We are going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll learn when it's a good time to have our head in the cloud. 
Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and the president of Better Business Bureau Serving Western Ontario. And now we are joined by Eric Carlson, Corporate Sales Manager of Superior IT Solutions. Good to have you this morning on Ask BBB. Jim, Linda, thank you for having me. The name of your company has changed from Superior Computers to Superior IT Solutions. What is reflected in that name change? Yes. So in March, uh, we did a rebranding, we refocused, um, and we changed the name. We dropped the computers and added IT solutions. Uh, Essentially, that is changing the way we do as far as how we move forward with our business, with working with businesses B2B, supplying them with uh, network services, um, you know, backup solutions, all on the IT side. So we st- with the computers, um, even though we dropped that name, we still sell computers but, and support them, but we don't, um, as far as that is not our main emphasis anymore, it's uh, the IT solutions side. And we don't si- find the uh, storefront any longer? No. In January, when we moved to our new location, uh, you know, and uh, as far as what we did is we dropped the uh, retail sales and the retail service side. Uh, to focus totally on, uh, you know, the business, business to business side. Um, you know, with that though, you know, with uh, the personal computers and with the home services, that actually built superior computers. Um, and so we did do a tribute, uh, you know, as far as uh, thanking loyal customers in the different newspapers and emails to with that. And here's another chance to do that. So mm-hmm. you concentrate now on what computers actually do and the kinds of things that uh, are needed to make sure that businesses have total uh, uh, competency. So, so what are some of the signs that a business needs to assess their IT infrastructure? Well, you know, the first thing is uh, when you think you might need something work, uh, you know, it's just poor f- – Poor performance. Uh, things are slowing down uh, in your network. Uh, you're, you know, things are a little slower than they used to be. Uh, maybe you're getting some more spam um, and into your email. Uh, your backups, maybe they're uh, not backing up 100%. And, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, when you a small business concentrates on having all their support under a, a one-man show, so to speak, it's good to look at options where we can actually be able to uh, come in and provide that source where it's a full team. So if your network goes down and that person is, is, is busy and can't get to it, at least you have someone that knows your network and then uh, get to the problem uh, appropriately and fast. Eric, what's involved in that assessment of the business's IT infrastructure? Okay, so what we do is uh, we go to the core networking. Uh, we look at the router. We look at the... Um, you know, all the switches. Uh, we look at how old the equipment is, how old the software is. And then as far as what we do is we come up with a solution that is what is the critical components to uh, improve your IT infrastructure, your network structure. And essentially what we do is we, we start with the foundation of, okay, these are critical components. Because sometimes when we do these assessments, there's a lot of information that or a lot of things that need to be updated. And sometimes people and businesses can't afford all that. So what we do is we start with the core and we build on that core. So tackle on the first critical and then maybe six months later, we do something with the firewall. Six months later, we do something with the uh, 
you know, the desktops and things like that. Are a lot of systems kind of just uh, put together randomly and then you finally find that you've got a system that has a lot of different uh, components and you need to have uh, someone come in and assess where you are and where you need to go? Yes, yeah. As far as, uh, um, you know, with that, uh, with our team, what we do is we make sure that uh, going in there that all the components are working together and functioning 100%. Yep. Well, we hear of computer systems being hacked almost weekly. Uh, oh. There have been some cases of large companies and even municipalities oh. being held ransom uh, oh. by computer hackers. What are some of the basic security steps that small businesses should take, Eric, to prevent that sort of thing? Well, kind of the main thing is don't open that suspicious email. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, the the email systems and the way they're doing today, uh, even they're so real looking that, it, you know, even the, us professionals and people that are in the IT, um, it's easy to get confused and uh, with that situation. So what we do is we recommend for any businesses is to have a professional grade antivirus program, a professional grave malware and and spyware program. So essentially what that does is it, you know, it keeps 24-hour protection of everything monitoring to make sure those things don't go in as into your systems. Um, the, the other thing is, too, is also update your Windows systems. Um, you know, with your Windows systems, um, you know, there's patches that come out once every a month on what's called Patch Tuesday with Microsoft. So obtaining those patches improves your security. And now there's also things where we can provide that service for you. It's called managed services. So you don't have to worry about that. We come in and we actually update those patches for you as, and make sure the security is good and solid as well as the performance. Are there tests that can reveal security vulnerability? Yes, there are. Um, there's specialized testing equipment, uh, especially when you're working into the banking side and the and uh, you know information that's critical that uh, can't be known is uh, there's definitely there's testing that can show that vulnerability. We talked about the cloud in our introduction of the show. Offsite data storage or cloud-based data storage is very common these days. If a company is setting up offsite data storage, what are some of the things that need to be considered when choosing a storage provider? When uh, choosing a cloud storage provider, you want to make sure that uh, the provider actually works with your current backup. Um, that integrates very well with the backup. So as far as the easiness of being able to know that the, everything is going in the cloud and you can see and then you can kind of man, manipulate that as well. As far as uh, the storage cloud provider itself, one thing to think about is where that data is being stored. Is it in multiple locations? You know, it, one can be in an underground bunker in Toronto, but is there another location like in, on the West Coast? And then sometimes, you know, the data, is it stored just in, in, in Canada only? Sometimes that is a concern. Uh, but the main thing is how importantly how you can recover your data from a cloud-based backup in case that your local, when your local systems go down, that's very important. And uh, everything can range from getting that data back next business day to actually being able to run your network in the cloud, you know, um, automatically. And so as far as then it, it'll run in the cloud until you get your local storage and device fixed. 
Do you help uh, companies pick the storage uh, company or the cloud company? Yes, we do. Based on the the customer, uh, we'll recommend different cloud solutions for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, engaging a company to provide IT services is a major consideration. What are some of the criteria a business owner should set when choosing a company to provide such a vital service? Uh, yes, experience. Experience is very key, you know, for the years of service. Uh, the other thing is trust, you know, dependable service um, and expert support. And then being focused, uh, you know, being able to, like us, we, we concentrate on small and medium-sized businesses. And finally, responsive. If uh, there's an IT failure that happens, how quickly does the provider respond and how quickly do they solve the problem? And, of course, uh, we want to look to make sure that they are accredited <laughs> by the BBB as well. Yeah, that's great. Great. <laughs> Eric, thanks very much for taking time yeah. to be with us on Ask BBB this no morning. No problem. Thank you very much. Our guest this morning has been Eric Carlson, who is the Corporate Sales Manager of Superior IT Solutions, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. When you search for a managed service provider or computer service in the BBB directory, you'll find them. We'll be back in a moment to talk about summer and scams to watch out for. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda, summer is a time when we tend to relax a little. People are on vacation. We arrange more leisure activities from time to time at the beach or the cottage, uh, to day trips for festivals, sightseeing, all kinds of wonderful summer things. Yes, it's a great time of the year. But just as summer also brings some pests like mosquitoes and insects, it's a time when scammers put the bite on us too. So let's go over some of the scams that we should be aware of right now. Well, as you might suspect, vacation scams are right up there in the summer months. Scammers call consumers with free vacation offers. They might be travel points offered, airline miles, offers to be part of a vacation club. But to collect the free vacation, you are asked for personal information as well as credit card or debit card information. That sets you up for identity theft. So how do you protect against this scam? When you start planning your vacation, book with a reputable travel agent or an established hotel. Go to the Better Business Bureau directory at bbb.org to find an accredited agent. If you go onto a website, keep an eye out for bad spelling or poor grammar. These are indications of scammers. When you pay, get refund policies in writing and pay only by credit card. We talked to a representative of the Canadian Association of Movers here on Ask BBB. They made us aware of moving scams, and I suspect that's on the list for the summer. The moving scammers definitely take advantage of the peak season. So the first thing to do is check the BBB directory to find accredited movers. You might also visit the Canadian Association Mover website at www.movers.net. And we love summer for festivals and concerts. If you can, plan ahead to avoid scalpers. They are out there looking for last-minute ticket buyers. Look for a legitimate ticket broker. Search the BBB directory for events, tickets, sales. And we all remember our summer jobs from high school or college or university days, Linda, but scammers are out there, and that could make it an experience that you want to forget. Seasonal job postings may not be as advertised. Red flags for employment scams include... No interviews or applications, no job details, non-existent websites. One big red flag is if you are required to pay a fee of any kind. 
Those are scams that are more prevalent in the summer months, and there are scams that seem to be around no matter what time of year it is, Linda. We continue to get calls about the Canada Revenue Scam. The caller claims that you owe taxes and they will be issuing an arrest warrant if you don't comply. They leave a number for you to call. Don't call. The CRA does not make these kinds of calls. Go to the BBB Scam Tracker for more information and tips. You might also check out the Government of Canada website, search for tax scams. And tax support scams don't go away in the summer either. If you get a call from someone who claims to be a tax support person, hang up. If they claim to be from a computer company, call that company directly on the number that you know is genuine. The number one rule, don't give control of your computer to a third party who calls you out of the blue and never give your password over the phone. No legitimate company or organization calls and asks for your password. And Linda, that's our time for this edition of Ask BBB. I guess the old rule of when in doubt, check it out is still a good one in any season. Yes, and you can always ask BBB. Visit the website at BBB.org. Or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternONT. Until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.